to the ether today is wednesday january 25th 2023 today on the ether into the interchain with shade protocol and cosmos haas let's take a listen hey guys morning again morning again part two i literally i I just started talking on the first one and i got rugged it was funny i was like oh shit that wasn't my fault it was my bad (laughs) bad bad juice it's kind of funny uh I, if there's one thing that has just gone to shit on Twitter, it's Twitter spaces. And so I would, I would hope that they get fixed relatively soon. Yeah. It's been really frustrating because, uh, you know, um, most weeks I try to do three to four spaces on a minimum. So, you know, I'm, I'm pre pre scheduling it and putting it into Twitter and all that type of stuff. And there's been like twice over the last like week or so where, you know, like I, for example, I have a space tomorrow with uh, Babylon Chain, and you know, there's like there's a probability when I go to start it up, like what'll happen is it'll start, but then it won't let me mute my mic ever, and it won't let me like play the music at the beginning, and it's just like so. What I just do is I just cancel it and do another one. But what's real frustrating is you know the community will have it as a you know as a reminder and all that type of stuff and then it's like you're starting a new one and they don't even know because they don't you know because no one has attention span anyways so it's like there's a lot going on and it's really frustrating on that side of it another thing it does too is like the music part you know i like that addition to it but whenever you start the space and you put the music and then maybe you say hey guys like we're gonna get started in like five minutes or whatever then you can't put the music back on again it's like okay <laughs> it just makes no sense so maybe they'll, yeah. maybe they'll figure it out and also like most people you know they don't want to have to hold a phone next to their mouth the whole time while they're like doing a twitter space they would rather you know like myself like not flexing but i have a studio set up with a nice like m- microphone arm and you know it's like real chill and relaxing and said i gotta be like uncomfortable the whole time i'm like doing a twitter space <laughs> Yeah, I would I would love for the music to be toggle toggleable in the sense that like you can come on, you say, Hey, we're gonna get started in a few minutes and then you mute yourself and turn it back on. But you're right, it just it turns off completely. Um and you and you don't have the ability to turn it back on. Um but we are we are at eleven oh six. Uh and so I think Fisco, I'll turn it over to you to to get us started. Yeah, thanks, Daltz. Well, Haas, appreciate you hopping on this morning. I'm excited for our kind of community-focused chat. I know we met a couple months ago when you went full-time crypto, and I figured I'd reach out and, and just chat. Obviously, I do business development at Shade Protocol, so I love I love meeting everybody in the space. But it was a great conversation, and then we've we've been close, or at least as close as you can be, kind of over the virtual the virtual sphere uh, since then. But Community, this is Cosmos Haas, one of the larger influencers or whatever you like to call yourself Haas in the space. I'd love if we could just kick off and if you could give a little bit of an overview of what you're up to now and maybe your background of how you got in this space. Certainly. So first off, I'm honored to even be up here and like everything that I ever do just like surprises me anymore because the the fact that like I'm doing any of this is always like, wow, I can't believe this. And uh you know, uh, I met Carter in person. I want to say you as well, but it's, I've met so many people at that secret party down in Austin that it's like really hard to remember. Plus I was drinking. And, uh, so that, that kind of boggles my mind, but, um, it, it was just nice to meet everyone, you know, like the secret community to kind of like get my start. I'll, I'll, kind of go backwards, but like the secret community always resonated with me. Cause it's just like embodies like my personality. You know, like I am an outgoing person, but I also like to be private and just be left alone when I want to be left alone. And um, and like the space 
you know, especially the secret community kind of embodies that personality. Like I joke and say like, oh, my next door neighbor can be like an ax murder and I wouldn't even know, you know, I'm the typical, like I take care of my house. They take care of their house. I say hello, you know, like if I get their mail, I'll go deliver it off to them and stuff like that. But I don't care what they do. Like whatever they do is whatever they do. I'm not in their, their business. And it's kind of like what I like about the secret community. It's, it kind of exudes that, but to long story short uh you know i really got my crypto journey going when covid happened it was the first time in my life where i actually had some free time to just kind of be me and not be so um just consumed with work and that you know the nine to five grind and then all the commuting and then trying to spend time with the family and just basically not having any time to like do any research so that happened unfortunately you know for, unfortunately and fortunately obviously but uh, I, I just like went down the rabbit hole, no pun intended, started like doing a bunch of research. I've always loved technology. I've been a tech nerd basically my whole entire life. Um, so, you know, I got into it that way and osmosis launched. And then I started helping out because I was basically a fanboy. I loved the tech and I was like, this is what a good, tr I call it customer experience. It's like, this is a great customer experience. So I wanted to learn more, you know, I started looking into like who Sonny was and who, you know, who. Um, just who everyone was. And then um, and then that got me really into Cosmos and then started helping out on Telegram uh, just to help out other people. And then like November of 21, they started up Osmosis Support Lab and they asked me to be a part of it. And I was like, yes, absolutely. And at the time I was working from home so like I could maintain both. And, um, you know, so that kind of started me off in this spa space and I just kept doing all of it. And um, shortly after that, there was a Twitter space. The first time I ever knew Twitter space, like I'm like getting older. I'm kind of, like I said before, I'm real private. I really don't like social media. I don't like all the attention. And, um, but the guys were talking about Cosmos on a Friday night. I was drinking a little bit. I just buzzed in, started talking about Cosmos and some stuff. And there was only like I don't know, six or seven of us at the time. And that same night, and I'm not going to take credit for it. It was just like the, the, the energy or whatever, but like there was over a couple hundred people in that space that same night. And it was everyone just talking about cosmos and tech. And it like, it, it basically motivated me. It was like my calling. I was like, all right, you know, I want to start doing this and pr producing content and like having Twitter spaces and just kind of talk shop about stuff. And that's when I really got my journey going. And then, I guess I just kind of leveraged that into just networking with others and in the community, doing out, outreach, trying to educate. And my, my mission has always been to help others. But in this space, it was more so to to help mitigate the learning curve, because I had all those all those hours upon hours to study this stuff and like, you know, do the deep dive. And, you know, some people helped me along my, my initial journey, but a lot of it was just pure, just like reading everything I can consume. So I just wanted to take that knowledge that I learned and pass it along to others, but just mitigate that learning curve. Because most people don't have the, the amount of hours that I was fortunate enough to have to like get my, my grind and my start going. So, you know, like that's kind of what it is now. And like, as for like currently, you know, just kind of doing the same thing. It's more a lot like freelance and stuff in, in Cosmos. And, and like my goal too is like, I understand these teams, you know, they're, they're just building and a lot of them don't have the business background that I have and how to actually run a business. So I kind of take those skills from the traditional world and also apply them with, with all the teams in Cosmos, try to help them, you know, put the pieces together and, um, you know, just try to be as helpful as possible. Like, I literally want to be doing this the rest of my life. I love every day, every moment of it. You know, I put 12 to 15 hours in, and you know, five to six days a week at minimum. And, um, you know, I think at the end of the, the tunnel, it's all going to lead somewhere, um, you know, not only financially, but just like it makes me happy. You know, like this space honestly makes me happy, even in the dark moments, like when the bear market's kind of roaring around. And um, I always appreciate the people that are like tuning in, like like yourselves right now, everyone that's actually listening live, that listens to the recordings, you know, they ask questions and, and keeps me going because sometimes it's like I feel like, a, you know, I'm just like tweeting out the outer space sometimes and there's no, <laughs> there's no one reading it. But, uh, you know, I, I see the people, you know, it's like there's a, this community is amazing. The secret community is amazing. The shade community is amazing. Like all of Cosmos for the most part. Uh, the communitarian point of it, it just like drives me, man. It excites me. And it's, it's just like what I want to be doing the rest of my life, to be honest with you. Yeah, man, that's a super great overview. Appreciate it. Um, I think 
yeah, this is just such a special time in the space where we're all so many people that are that are here right now are ones that like had to do that degen mode where you're spending all your off time researching something that nobody else cares about and it's hard to find information and it's hard to even figure out where to look for information. But I think we're like right in that uh maybe you want to call it like renaissance for the cosmos type era where things are starting to flip over. There's more influencers, there's more people that are educators, there's more protocols that are focusing on educating community on easily onboarding people. But that does really kind of speak to this like real kind of community development that's been able to happen. I really think a lot of it has has been a part of the of the bear market of the cosmos really kind of getting forged into this super strong community. How do you see the cosmos community being a space that's different from maybe other DeFi ecosystems, other blockchain ecosystems, where it's been able to create this super strong core community of like people talking to each other, educating one another, um, and even a place that has platforms for people like yourself? The first and foremost thing, and this isn't me being a homer, because like I said, I've, you know, I, I, I don't just partake in Cosmos. Don't get me wrong. Like I primarily spend all my time here, but, you know, I have made relationships with other people and other ecosystems that are IBC. And um, a lot of the conversations and things that they speak about aren't really tech related. They're just kind of like miscellaneous random topics that at the end of the day truly don't matter to me or don't mean as much to me. And I think a lot of the people in this community as a whole um, have a really high understanding of technology. You know, um, the the passion for, for just the technology alone um, is just what stands out the most. And then obviously how everything is connected, right? Like all these other ecosystems, they throw out the fancy words of like interoperability and multi-chain and all that type of stuff. But they truly don't know what that really means. You know, like literally we were developed for, for our core thesis was, was this app chain thesis that everything's connected. And like the communities are really all connected. Like it, I don't know anyone in Cosmos that only owns one token. Like, oh, I'm only going to own Adam. Or I'm only going to own Osmo. Are there some people that like the OGs of Adam, uh, you know, maybe they, they, they get a little bit uh, chafed at times about other tokens or like Osmo and back and forth. Yeah, you're going to have that human nature. But at the end of the day, I would say with probably 100% fact that there's no one that owns just one token in, in Cosmos. There's no like true tribalism, you know, like are there people in other ecosystems that may only own like 100% Solana or 100% ETH. There probably is, but I would say there's none in our ecosystem. And um, like I said, I've, you know, I hop on calls with um, developers and teams and people building in this space and just like NFT communities. And on average, like per day, I usually get to speak to at least two to three teams, like behind the scenes, you know, like on like doing a, a Google meet or whatever. And um you know, like the thing I find that, that separates us again is like the tech. Like people truly do like the tech. You know, some people throw it out there in other ecosystems. Like we're here for the tech. You know, but at the end of the day, all they care about is their bags pumping. And I'm not saying that's the wrong approach. Like, I mean, yeah, shit. Shit. Everyone probably in here prefers the. You know, I I know I do. Uh, just from from just like an engagement standpoint and just like uh, the the vibes. It's obviously better when when the when the energy's there and like the market is doing a little bit better. Like last weekend was a prime ex example. This this last weekend we just had it was like the first weekend in forever where like the the market was actually like green and pretty you know energetic and it, it feels better. Like people are more engaged. So it's like, well, do I prefer that? Yeah, of course I do. But at the end of the day, like I truly think that most people in our ecosystem, which is a gigantic ever, it's just evolving. It's grown and grown. Um, really does care about like how the tech actually works and they believe that it's it is the future and no one else is building out all this infrastructure for for web3 to really happen so um, that's kind of like what my core thesis is of like trying to take an over overlook of like the communities that aren't ibc enabled yeah absolutely i think and that's that's something that the bear market has definitely caused of like this tech tech focus because I think, in my opinion, at least, because everyone that's here at this point is here because they're passionate about whatever solution uh, they're most closely tied to, whether it's privacy or interoperability or the, the hub mentality or whatever it is, or just Cosmos in general. So there is 
definitely in this space, particularly a lot of excitement and a lot of focus on developing the technology. We're still in the early stage of the entire ecosystem where there's a super strong focus on that, which I've really appreciated. And I think kind of, I agree, has lended towards this community sentiment, especially with this baseline of interoperability. In your view, where do you see, where do you see the cosmos in, in like six years, something like that, like way down the future? How do you see this continuing to develop with this kind of community basis? Do you see this moving forward and increasing and becoming really this true ecosystem that's like this IBC centric, everybody collaborating together? Or do you think it'll kind of fracture and it'll downward trend from here? That's a really good question, actually. I, I To be honest with you, I really never thought in, in depth about that particular question, but that, that is a good question. I, I guess kind of freeballing it. Uh, I, I would say that over time, you, you probably will get more of a, I don't want to say tribalism, but you will have people that are like, like, for example, the people that are here right now, um, maybe we get this, it's kind of human nature where we're like, we were here first, we saw it before you saw it. So like, you know, you'll have your chains that you really are like, look, these chains are, uh, you know, these are the OGs. Because I do believe in six years from now that most, if not all, blockchains will be IBC enabled. I just don't see a reality that it won't. I know initially there may not be as as much incentive to do it for the simple structure of just human human nature where it's like, hey, you know, like like say I'm a venture capitalist or whatever. And I'm like, here's, you know, $25 million to whatever project and you have your own chain or whatever. I don't want anyone else to like maybe siphon off some of that worth so it's like let's build this monolithic structure for anyone out there it's just like building like say a skyscraper and the skyscraper is not connected to anything it's like well, we're, we're the place to be we want you to come here this is the best real estate come here and that's it like don't go anywhere else like a, like a uh, all-inclusive resort right like we don't want to be connected to anything um so like i think over time though as like the as more and more people get into crypto, whether that's through like music, gaming, whatever sort of industry, because I really believe in crypto that offers a solution to anything. So like I believe that you know obviously we're still early, and I also believe I always ask myself, is there going to be more people tomorrow uh, next year at the same exact time or less in this space? And I always say more, so that's why my thesis is always like we're super early. But to kind of like narrow that question down. I do believe over time that people will still kind of have uh, like this, like, I guess, narrow view of like, hey, these are the chains that I'm involved with. And I don't care that there's 500 chains connected to IBC. Um, I'm only liking these ones. And, you know, like look at every place as like a micro economy or whatever. Like maybe you don't want to partake in this other economy, but it still offers you like a, an easy way to go over there and, you know, do things that maybe that particular chain offers that another one doesn't. So I don't know if that really answers your question or not. Um, I just believe in it in the long run, like that all the chains will IBC enabled because it just doesn't make any sense. You're like I can say, you know, like reasons why, you know, like just just from a standpoint of just common sense, right? It's like right now, these chains that aren't IBC enabled, it would be like you going into like a store or like a like let's just use like a coffee shop and you know, it offers Wi-Fi, but it's like, hey, well, if you have an if you have an iPhone, you're good, and if you have an Android, you know, you're you're out of luck. Like that's not a reality that anyone is going to live in, and that's kind of the way like blockchains are constructed right now. Except for like when you are an IDC, it's like you're you're kind of free free to go, like free to just send stuff over. You know, so that, I guess that's kind of my purview of it. Yeah, that that totally makes sense, and. It's obviously a hard question to answer um, at this stage in the game. It's such a still early ecosystem and there's so much development that we have that we have moving forward. But I think as as we build out this like infrastructure in general across the entire ecosystem, it'll kind of be like a both and where we continue as the Cosmos ecosystem to become this kind of like monolithic standalone thing, but also build out healthier and healthier connections to in between the chains in our ecosystem and um, connections to, to outside ecosystems. What do you think in your view? So this is, I know you mentioned right at the beginning of that uh, statement or the last uh, talking that you did that you are loosely involved with some other ecosystems. 
what do you say on the on the community side on the education side is the biggest advantage that cosmos has over other ones and secondarily to that and probably more interesting what do you think the most work or the area that the most work has to be done for cosmos to compete with some of these other large ecosystems is so we'll start off with what i think needs to substantially improve and um the fragmentation of data and marketing is is really poor in my opinion in cosmos it's very very poor uh, needs to improve um i get it because like think about a project or a chain as like an entity and it's almost like there needs to be this collaborative effort for each chain to kind of pitch in you know like a gofundme page so to speak we're like all right we're gonna allocate you know whatever um let's just say like five thousand dollars which is like nothing compared to like what a lot of these chains market caps are but we'll just use like 5k as an example we're all going to pitch in 5k put it in this like dow and then this dow is basically you know like i don't want to show myself but like myself and a bunch of other people that literally just love this uh ecosystem and we'll do whatever it takes to like kind of help grow grow um eyes on it and like educate people because like i can't even tell you like for example i was on a call yesterday with this guy nice nice individual he um is really involved in the solana ecosystem and he's like hey you know we're, we're thinking about building this project it was an nft community we're thinking about building this project that's cross-chain and we really like what like what, what cosmos is and all this stuff and i'm like getting this discussion with him and he was like, you know, I, I was, he was asking me about Adam and he was like, every time I look, it's the same price. You know, it's been the same price for years. I've owned it for like since 18, but yet he had his tokens staked on Coinbase. Um, and I'm like, you know, bro, I was telling him about airdrops and all this other stuff. I was like, you're not qualifying for any of that. You're just, I was like, honestly, you probably, he told me how many Adams he stakes and it was quite a few. And I'm like, I said, man, you've probably thrown away twenty thirty thousand dollars of like airdrops that you probably would have earned since then and then i said not only that like if you would have took those airdrops and like staked them and compound them it could have it probably is even more and just like that standpoint alone i think the education needs to improve like as many as many spaces as i can hop on and other individuals that are doing i think a really fantastic job on it um it it is it's tough right like i know when i first I feel like the only way you find Cosmos, right, is if you really like technology and you keep asking yourself questions about like actually how the tech works, then you'll find Cosmos. But like, if not, you're really not going to find it, right? Like if you go on YouTube and you're like, hey, let, let's just type in crypto. I guarantee you Cosmos doesn't come up. It's going to be like, you know, like as much as good as like I like Crypto Cito and Liam and other guys that like represent and Joe and Tank and all the people. I, I'm not a big YouTuber, so I, I don't really know exactly who's all doing their thing. But I know those individuals kind of devote their time and effort in YouTube. That algorithm, they're at the bottom. Like they're people aren't finding them. That's just the reality. Even even like Crypto Cito, um, he probably comes up if you like scroll down probably after ten videos or whatever after all the Bitcoin and Ethereum showings and stuff like that. But you know, so it's really tough. Like because people aren't going to find it. But I also think this space right we need to do a better effort in not fighting over the same users already like let's get the new users let's get the uh other billions of individuals that have no clue about crypto let's get them over here in a way you know with through education but also just products like things that people like like to do every day and use but they'll come into crypto and technically not even know they're using it. i think our our technology can offer that solution uh to kind of like throw this in there you know my background i'm an accountant i've I've dealt with all kind of different wealths whether it's low middle high extremely uh high income and the common denominator through like most humans is like they don't care about like let's just face it like i like DeFi stuff and, and finances that's my background i've been doing that my life I, it's a very important skill but most normal human beings can care less about finance and and you know, oh, there's a perpetual protocol being built and I can get order books and I could take out le like, no, th that's the reality. Humans will never care about that. But they like music. They like art. They like gaming, like gaming. People always game. I, everyone on this call has gamed at some point in their life. That's a pretty much a guarantee. 
we need to get that into Cosmos. And then that kind of like will flow throughout the whole ecosystem because people do get curious. They're like, hey, what's this other thing over here? And then you can just like build off of that. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's totally accurate. Even I'm interested to see kind of the adoption pipeline or the adoption engine that comes through through games in the future. Like there's a there's a team that's building building a game that we're talking talking with, and the conversation is actually around having Silk be the currency for the game. So you go through your your own your own gold, your own resources, and you can sell that back for Silk because it's all denominated in in a value based on Silk. So there's like all of a sudden these interesting things where someone's getting into crypto accidentally because they liked this video game that was built in the cosmos and uses a stable coin. And all of a sudden you're integrating people into these larger, larger DeFi ecosystems kind of second handedly. So I'm, I'm curious to see in the future kind of how that how that pipeline gets built out, because I really do think on the consumer side of things, those are really strong adoption methods that will get people to use things that they wouldn't have sought out initially, maybe. But all of a sudden, they're integrated in an ecosystem, and they're discovering it secondhand. Yeah, I, I know you're going to get another question in here, but like to like kind of add more to that. So like full disclosure, I'm about to be 37. I still game when I get get a chance. But you know how many how much money I've spent on games like over my lifetime and like spent hours like grinding out some sort of XP to get some sort of, I, I'm a big guy into shooting games. I love shooting games, always love shooting games. Like I just basically all I play is shooting games. Um, and you, like, we'll just use Fortnite, for example. I mean, these kids have already been kind of indoctrinated to crypto really in, in theory, because V-Bucks was, I don't know, it might've been the first game ever to like actually have a currency in game, so to speak, but you couldn't do anything with it. Like the people that would, you know, have a thousand different skins. Like, think about it. It's a free game, right? Like, you never need to spend a dollar on that game to play the game. You don't get any sort of competitive advantage, but you know how many billions and billions of dollars they brought in because, you know, they always have skins and skit like different different things, uh, emotes and all this other stuff that like drives, you know, people to like participate and buy it because they want to stand out. They want to be unique. They want to have some sort of identity. Um, it, but the thing is, at the end of the day, like, imagine if you could sell any of that stuff or like you like you know like Fortnite, for example all, all the games do it but you know like it's a holiday and they have some sort of special edition out hey if you're on playing at this time you can earn blah 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 and like some people can't take you know they, they aren't able to participate but they still want that like they would buy that like hey yeah i'll, I'll buy that uh i'll buy that weapon off of you for 10 bucks and now like th there's a there's literally an economy that can thrive in that fashion right there where you can buy in-game collectibles and skins and then you can have nfts and sell like you know nfts that evolve over time where it's like you start off with this skin like this basic you know user and over time like you you know you get additions to your your skin and then like you can literally sell parts and there's so much that can go on and i really firmly believe that once that door that pandora's box is opened up that's going to bring over, uh, you know, that'll bring over a billion people just like that, it, especially because all it will take is like one really good game, like the next Fortnite to be in crypto, right? Like that's all it takes. And then now you have this just ever growing ecosystem. And then, you know, everything's a competition because then the next game is going to be like, hey, you know, we've seen that was very successful. We want to partake. Can we can, you know, this is our our game. How do we get this uh, on your blockchain or how do we? get to be able to trade things on chain or whatever you know like that's that's gonna be it and then like music and you know how many wonderful musicians are out there and artists that like people don't really know about but they have like a low-key um you know uh community and now they can actually you know partake in, 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 a, in an economy where you know they're not getting burnt with so many fees and things like that like that'll bring over a huge amount of people too and i think like our technology you know, offers that because of like the SDK, like people can literally, you know, have their own app chain. They can pretty soon they're going to be able to have their own consumer chain. And then they're all that, all that information, all that data and, and eyes and network effect is, is there for the taking. So I think our, you know, we're positioning ourselves to be an integral part of that. And like 
the way I always view Cosmos is not as like a competition. And like, I know a lot of people, I ask this when I talk to people outside of Cosmos, I, I ask them sometimes, I say, hey, like, what do you, what's the first thing you think of when you think of the word Cosmos? And a lot of them that are newbies will, will say Adam. And I personally never, ever think like that. I just think of like the, what the definition is really, how we're all connected and, and harmonious and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's totally, that's totally like, it's just such a crazy thing to think about. Like a couple years from now, there's all of these wild secondary markets that, that open up around, I mean, obviously you got everything, everything physical that already has these exact same secondary markets, but you put things on chain and you give things unique ideas. And then all of a sudden you can trade them between people and they're actually, they have actual value that are, that are denominated by a currency that you can get back in a fiat currency and spend in real life. And there's like tertiary markets that are opening up for all sorts of levels, whether it's gaming or new DeFi things or NFTs or music that allows small businesses or small artists to, to thrive and go, go direct to consumer for things. Um, it's, I'm super excited about that whole side of things. And it really, it's almost like pulling it back several hundred years to a to a trading and bartering system where all of this new stuff that's on chain and it's just peer-to-peer it's just trading and it's a really interesting market um but i think cosmos is super super well positioned and already you see some of these things cropping up so i'm excited to see where it's at in a couple of years yeah and then like also with like silk you want to have the anonymity like to be able to like mm-hmm. like like myself right I wouldn't want to buy like your all your skins and then like be docs where you're like, hey, let's yeah. see what Cosmos Haas has been doing forever. And then you can like, you know, th- that creates an environment because face it, I I still game. And I, like one of the games that I play is Modern Warfare 2. It's a very fantastic game. But mm-hmm. man, the amount of hatred and toxicity that like is in that game is it's insurmountable, man. It's like you play a game like my wife will play. Right. We both do. We'll be on a team. And like she just gets so much hate from people because you know she's doing pretty good. Like our KD's really good, and and don't get me wrong, she camps a little bit. Like she plays smart, she plays very, very strategic, and uh, people will just like at the end of the match, they're just so aggressive. It's like, bro, like it's just a game. Like calm down, you know. And uh, <laughs> and like imagine if if we were able to like participate, and they're like, hey, this this uh, you know, Cosmos Haas bought this, and I don't like that person, so let me just go bother him, you know. Like, but that's why I so. Mm-hmm. Like, position themselves because it's on it's anonymous it's like you can't find out who i am you know it's like leave me alone <laughs> exactly yes yeah. silk shade stash another the nft application built on secret all of these things with privacy and trading and markets are in our opinion at least super super integral to to have to have it make sense for the individual i mean it's there's say say you become a large influencer in the space like yourself or maybe your video game influencer and streaming all of your all of your games and you're not doxxed and then there's no privacy all of a sudden it's super easy to watch everyone's activity just on chain and all of these other ecosystems and chains so to have that privacy integration is is also huge at the in in the middle of your kind of last last run of of talking you mentioned that a lot of your a lot of your buddies or people that you have that you're chatting with about cosmos there's still this like atom centric view for a lot of people and i think for me that really brings it back to the reason that we're doing this podcast and the importance of education in the space give me your view on your role as an educator but also the your view on the larger larger cosmos kind of educational system to say and what your view of it now is and what you think needs to happen for it to really be a healthy ecosystem that brings people in uh, functionally and easily. It's, it's very, it's, it's like a little bit convoluted at times um, because to like kind of tidbit to the, the, like the cent- Adam centric thing, like, don't get me wrong. I, I would love Adam to like over, like I wake up next year and it's a thousand dollars a token, like who wouldn't, right? But I think it's at times it, it gets a little unhealthy because like people are so conditioned in other ecosystems that you need one particular token to partake in like all the activity within that ecosystem. And Cosmos is completely opposite. And um, and it and don't get me wrong, like it you know it might it might upset people that like love love Adam, 
but I think it's almost like a market. It's it not, I don't want to say it's on purpose because I'm not trying to, to, to say that, but by default, it's almost like a marketing um, deploy for, for Adam because it's like people that are newer are going to be like, oh, I, I keep hearing about, I, I keep hearing about this Cosmos, you know, it's like everyone keeps talking about it and then they'll just buy Adam because they're like, I don't have the time to like look into it, but I'm just going to buy Adam. And um, I, I, I don't know how much value that Adam has just from that pure like concept is like a lot of people think like hey i i've been, I've been hearing about this and that and, and they'll just buy adam so like like by default adam has like captured value just probably f- literally f- from that standpoint because i mean if you think about this and i say it sometimes to people and i've i've had conversations with individuals in person at, at these some of these crypto events and they'll, they'll come up to me and they'll be like what is the use case of adam and i'm honest with them i tell them like at right now technically nothing you don't need it for anything. Um, you literally don't need it for anything. Like I honestly, this is coming off as like an like an Osmo like um, you know lover or something. But like that, in my opinion, right now in Cosmos, if you want to like partake and like do a bunch of random things and kind of like dive into the ecosystem, do things like Osmo really is like the only token you really need. Now, if you're like, I need privacy, I want to go check out secret, you want secret, but like, you probably need Osmo to get there. Um, and I mean, you can, don't get me wrong. You can, you can go Adam to, to secret and all this, but like overall, like the only token right now in this ecosystem that you like need is, is, is Osmo just because it's where everyone goes. It's like the financial hub. Like everyone goes there to like, we we're talking about bartering. It's like the place you go barter, so to speak. Um, so like really right now, in my opinion, like Osmo has more use case, right? Um, I'm not saying like Adam's worthless, right? But at the moment, like you really don't need it. And in my personal experience of like doing things every single day in Cosmos, the only thing I do with Adam is compound it. I, I don't do anything else. Like even when I like offboard onto like I don't use Adam. Like before you had to do that. It was like the way to like get in and out of like the main currency. But like there's other tokens that you can use. And um, you know, Osmo's everywhere now. So it's like you can just use Osmo and there's other tokens and then there's USDC and you know, like there's ways like to navigate on and off of, of uh, Cosmos. Now with, with Co- I always say it wrong. I think they say Cato or Cato, uh, whatever. But, you know, you can onboard right into to Cosmos directly that way. So it's like you don't even need Adam. Uh, so like that needs to change that narrative. And I think like once Adam like does some stuff, interchange security and, and um, you know, and, and has consumer chains, then maybe that just adds value to all of us in general. Like that's a part of it. So then people will start to come over and be like, man, like you could stake Adam and you can earn this token and that token. So that would probably be a good thing too. And, and actually having a use case for Adam. Cause like right now it's just like, there is no use case. I'm not going to, there's none. And if it upsets people, I'm sorry it upsets you. But in my opinion, there's no use case for it right now. Um, so that's kind of like my take on it. And then, like again with the education it's it's tough because it's like a lot of these chains are really funded and they push it you know probably more than they need to and uh it just needs to be a better collaborative effort of taking care of of the people that spend endless hours uh because i i know you know the only reason i got to where i got is because i was a little bit financially okay to like treat this as like a hobby for so long you know like i put in so many hours like for free and um you know as noble as that is and i wish i would never have to like pay bills and things like that but people do have families and and like life is really expensive especially in certain particular parts of the world like america is very expensive compared to other places so you know and then there's places in america you know, like it's really, really expensive. So it's, it's tough, you know, you, you still have to be an adult and pay all your bills. So it's, it's like a tough, it's a tough gig really to like really devote, you know, 12 to 15 hours a day and, and like make this your full-time space. And especially when the market's not really doing good. So I, you know, it's, it's tough. It's really, really tough. So I don't know if that really answered that question, but I tried. <laughs> no, that that's a, that's a good overview. And I think it's, it's not an easy issue to solve, um, and I think for sure one of the one of the steps at the beginning is really pushing on figuring out how we how we develop the narrative of 
like this kind of multi-node of of chains everywhere that all do the same thing that all have value in and of themselves that don't need to be centralized by like one token is it's a different than on any of the other competitors or any of the other ecosystems and i, I totally remember finding out about cosmos hopping in buying some atom because i figured it was the cosmos gas token and then realizing oh i can just i can use each one of these chains individually but they all work across all of the other ones. And then that was super surprising because I didn't, didn't figure that out for a couple of weeks of just playing around until, until I realized um, how, how IBC works. But we're, we're getting more and more developed on the education side, and it's becoming easier and easier. And there's even popping up good tools like Map of Zones is super helpful for kind of visualizing the connectivity through IBC in the cosmos. So I'm excited to see these new like there's data aggregators that are popping up and new teams that are building maps and visualizations and stuff for the cosmos. So I think all of those will help help a ton. I don't know if Dalton, if you've got any questions for for Haas here, but if not, we're at 15 minutes. So yeah, I can turn it over to uh, AMA if you don't have anything. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got a little bit of a shameless shill here, but to what you said, Haas, about about Adam, not particularly having a lot of utility i mean i think there is some in the regards of like it's an introductory token right it it brings people into the ecosystem and then allows them to kind of exist and then learn about other applications other blockchains other projects going on but i guess that's why I, i'm stoked about what we're doing with shade because not only have we built kind of everything that a user would would need we've also hooked it up to ibc right like we we launched the bridge uh late december that's IBC connected. And so you can come straight from like, once everything is live, you'll be able to buy Atom on a centralized uh, exchange, come straight to the Shade Protocol website and immediately have access to private DeFi lending, swaps, um, derivatives, all sorts of things, right? And so I guess it, to your point, you said right now, like Osmosis is currently the, the hub for everything, the financial hub. Um, I'm hoping and I'm really excited that that Shade's going to be the, the private financial hub um, and it'll give people that ability to use Atom and, and have it and have a utility for it, but be able to come straight into an application that you, like you said, they, they can use, they can have uh, a use case for. And then obviously with Secret um, Network as well and the privacy aspect, like that opens up the, the door for everything to music, to NFTs, to all sorts of on-chain companies and, and businesses that you would need privacy for in the real world anyway. So you can't particularly do it on a public blockchain. And so when you add the privacy aspect, it, it helps a lot. Um, so I'll stop on the shameless shill part, but I think my last, my last question for you is, you mentioned that Cosmos is extremely tech focused, right? And that's a good thing. But sometimes it leads to us not particularly paying attention to the user in regards to, like you said, the normal everyday user could give a damn about a perpetual swap. But the people that care about the perpetual swaps are the ones with the big, big money. So how do you think we should balance caring about the normal user versus caring caring about the people that are going to bring, like, I guess the the massive tvl not saying that everyday users don't bring tvl but but normally whales kind of skew that distribution a little bit so i guess i'm curious as to like where your line is on where you want to play. so yeah I, I honestly my content i try to like balance it. it's a very tough balance and i think initially i did a better job than i'm doing now um i think one of the reasons why my my community and like why i kind of grew a little bit of a following is like i used to pre-football season i would do the cosmos potlucks on sundays and i'd have a couple teams and you know it was very tech heavy but i i i, tr I try to pride myself on doing a pretty good job of kind of translating that into like just a normal common joe talk and, and for so anyone can understand it um so like you know, I'm a big component of DAOs. So, you know, we can have two particular DAOs. It could be one's a community outreach DAO that's just like kind of like a, a 
it captures all the chains together and maybe you know the chains that really want to like participate and help fund it they kind of pitch in and then you have like a um you know more of a professional go-getter dial that like you know they're like hey like hoss we want you to be a spokesman to it and we want you to go to all these events and you're basically just business developing and telling telling these people that have a lot of money you know um angel money and whatever kind of money they have like look you can get in here like for example you can leverage secrets technology and you can have dows and what you can do is, you know because like you were saying earlier about privacy one of my main qualms with like blockchain is the people that do have money and have a bunch of money under management there it's a competition they they need people to be under their like umbrella and the way they do that is you know having better yields and better returns for for people and and you know people that have a lot of money they just want to be like here take my money and i want you know x amount of percent so let's 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 get it going and um like blockchain would offer that if it, there's a privacy by default option which obviously secret has because think about like if you're a hedge fund uh you know at the end of the quarter you have to release your results to to your share you know your stakeholders to say like look this is what we invested in we made blah 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 percent this is what we did but you you wouldn't want it just to be every transactions on chain like hey this management portfolio you know this portfolio management invested in x y and z and then you could just have anyone including myself just go you know what i'm just going to copy and paste their transactions and then it's probably going to lead me somewhere so like that offers it so i think like DAOs are going to be integral like it's going to be a very big part of the future and um that's one of the reasons like i really am long term on on juno because of how all the tooling that they build out for for the ease of just creating DAOs. and DAOs are will be the thing in the future so like i guess my answer to that question would be DAOs, and um just as you know everyone created dow and um, you just need funding, obviously. And I think, you know, this space, especially our eco, really does, like I said, that's the biggest issue I have with, with this ecosystem. It's like, you know, as much as it's almost like this mantra of like us versus them and um, we don't want VC money. You know, I'm not saying all VC money is bad, but at the end of the day, you, you need funding. Like you have to spend money to make money, right? Like why does Google, uh, Apple and um Pepsi and Coca-Cola and all these entities that everyone knows, like every single person on planet Earth knows about Pepsi and Coca-Cola. It doesn't matter, but they still have commercials because it, it works like market marketing works, you know, so it's just that that's my thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let us know if you end up forming this uh, Cosmos Education or Cosmos Business Development DAO, uh, we'd be happy to happy to support but i'm excited again to see as we continue to grow as an ecosystem these types of things of these infrastructure and marketing and all of these groups will start to kind of form and become more solid things where right now they've been a little bit more they're they're building and they're there but not quite as organized and i think that's a big thing that that's coming in the cosmos is a lot more organization a lot more professionalism uh so i'm excited to get to that point at yeah, this so, point, i'm sorry i don't i want to just before i forget uh yeah. to, like to add to that right like because you, you've been seeing all these huge layoffs in like the web and like the tech industry like huge layoffs and like uh let, let's use like agoric for example it's javascript right like most developers know javascript that's the most utilized language like i don't know what they're doing I'm not, this isn't anything negative against um agoric but they should be out there just poaching people right like hey yeah, and and, and you, and most people that are building that lost their job, they're going to have this negative attitude towards corporate America, anyways. It's like, get over here and build some cool stuff and and, and make a difference. And like that's a thing. Like, just get talent over here. You know, talent will work. But God, I just I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just was thinking about that. No, no, that's totally fine, and that's absolutely like a very salient point there of. A lot of effort could be put towards getting talent, getting money, getting um, institutions into the Cosmos ecosystem. And even though the markets are down right now, and it's maybe not the best time, there's still so many people and organizations, institutions that are up and ready to go waiting for these types of solutions to essentially pre present themselves to them. Um, the amount of conversations I've had, even just like on the privacy note at conferences of talking with someone and they'll bring up privacy. And I'm like, oh, have I got a solution for you? 
like there, there's all these industries that are waiting for blockchain to come knocking at their door and just present them with the right solution and they'll use it. And there's a lot there's a lot that we can do just by just by going out there and, and talking with people. I totally agree. On the on the community focus side for everyone listening here, we're going to turn it over in the last couple of minutes to an AMA with with Haas. If you've got any questions, feel free to raise your hand, request to speak or put something in the comments and we'll bring you up or we'll read your comment. But any questions again for Haas, we can we can go here. Uh, Haas, while we're waiting, any final statements from yourself? Yeah, man, I'm just honored to to just talk shop. I love I love every second of this, man. Like I I truly do. I find it hard in real life to to be at any event. I don't care what it is. Like I like I'm a huge Steeler fan. I got a lot of games, and like I'll run into people that um I haven't seen in years, and I'll be talking to them. And I'm like, what are you up to? And you know, it just automatically just goes into like this passionate long tri- diatribe of like you know just uh, everything crypto. And, um, you know, I'm like, and like what you guys are doing and like secret, it definitely is like my personality. For example, uh, I don't even tell any of the people that I grew up with, my family, um, anyone really, uh, that I'm Cosmos Hoss. Like I, you know, I had a decent, um, baseball career, did pretty well with my life. I met a lot of cool people, traveled the world, did a lot of cool things. And, um, I kind of like look at this space as just like my, you know, a part of me and I don't want to be like, Hey, this you know, I'm Cosmos Hoss and follow me. Like people that I know that aren't really interested, like they'll ask me like, what are you up to? I'll tell them about crypto. Like yeah, I'm involved in crypto and this is, you know, I invest in it and I like study it and things like that. I do podcasts and stuff like that, but I don't really tell anyone it's because it's just like, whatever, you know, like, I just want to be kind of left alone when it comes to that. I don't want people like, Oh yeah. Like, He's doing this and this and all this type of stuff. So I think what's amazing about crypto is you can find a place and it doesn't matter where you're from or how many followers you have or like what you've done or haven't done in your life. Like you can do something in this space and be a part of it. You know, it's like I invested in different techs like growing up, you know, like how how interested or like how involved did I feel when I when I bought a share of Amazon? Like none. Right. Like and I used to use Amazon when it was just a bookstore. So I was cool to like see that development, but imagine if it was like open, right? And like back when it was like nothing and and I was able to like buy Amazon or buy like Apple when like Steve Jobs was like building in his garage, like you had to be an accredited investor. Now it's like, it doesn't matter. You can invest in all this. And really all crypto is, is tech and it's all startups. Even Ethereum's still technically a startup right now. So like you can still invest in all this stuff. So it gives you opportunities. Like, yeah, well, some of it fell possibly, but like, at least you can try, like you can get in the game early, you know? So it's like, it's an opportunity for all of us to cement our place and try something, you know, instead of just like sitting back and being scared about stuff. Like I, I think the space is like generally a younger space, you know, like I feel like an old man, all the conversations I'm, I'm about to be 37. I feel like an old, old man. And I'm really, truly not like, but I am in this space. And even at 37, like you can take risk, like calculated risk. And if it doesn't work, it's like, whatever. Like, I, um, it's not financial advice. I'm not telling you to like, just go all in on crypto, but, but it also like, from my experience, you, you have to take calculated risk unless you're just lucky and like your parents are, you know, have a bunch of money and they're just going to give it to you. But most people don't have that luxury. So, um, this space kind of can give you a chance at, at financial freedom someday. So that's, that's all I wish for everyone in this space is like, just freedom like just be able to kind of do whatever they want to do and not have to be like the 75 year old guy that has to like work just to like put food on the table you know like who wants that i mean i'm okay with that that's what i my conclusion at the end of the day with this was like hey if crypto goes to zero um it would obviously be terrible but i'll be okay being that guy that's like 75 that has to like work a a 10 hour day to 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 eat i'll do it i don't want to but i'll do it yeah absolutely and i think i think the bulk of what you're talking about there that's one of my favorite uh things about this space for sure like without a doubt i've been i've been on calls or like i've got friends in the space that are used to be welders or used to work at a burger joint and i've also got friends in the space that used to be vp of sales at fintech companies and just the disparity of like what people did in their quote-unquote pre-web3 pre-crypto lives to now those same people are sitting across the table from each other, sitting on a Google meet, making deals about that have influence on 
the the cutting edge technology that is just at the forefront of fintech and um, just blockchain technology in general. Super cool, and it's such a awesome equalizer in the space that kind of anyone can be successful, can get a handle, can get in early. All of those things on the space. Uh, Red Eye, I see you're up here as a speaker. I'll have you unmute and present your question here, and then we'll we'll just have this be the last one for the space. How's it going, guys? Uh, appreciate you letting me come up here and ask my question. Glad to be joining a space with Cosmos Haas again. It's been a while. I miss those Sunday uh, Twitter spaces and joining those all the time. Um, I'm curious. I, I know you're uh, – this is a question for you, Haas. I know you're a bit more focused on marketing right now, but considering your business uh, accounting background, do you see any positive changes to sustainable business models? Uh, for projects in the cosmos, or or at least significant progress towards achieving that, um, you know, Shade Protocol has its own approach towards um, you know creating a sustainable business model with their interconnected system of applications, all using um, you know uh, a single token to drive all that revenue. To I'm curious what you've seen um, throughout your exposure with the rest of the cosmos. Absolutely. The, the fantastic question. And thank you for that. Uh, yeah, I think once the football season ends, which is, you know, it's about to be over pretty soon, I think I'm going to get back to the Sunday grind because I, I do miss them. I think it gave an outlet for, for everyone to get together because, you know, most people work Monday through Friday and then they just don't have time over the weekends or that's the only time they have is over the weekends. And it's like, I mean, I'm working Monday through Friday and it's like, I kind of, want to give some time to my wifey and stuff like that but but thank you for that um as for like what i've seen i think the teams are are getting there uh with like the development side of things and and it, and really my purview of that is that more people are, are putting their time in uh community members like people in this conversation listening right now like if you really want to be a part of it you can be a part of it you know like we see people that are around and what that does is that alleviates a lot of stress on these teams to to like do what they need to do. Like they don't they, they don't have the time to do like the social media and outreach. And I think there's been a lot of um, development, whether the team started off with just a few people um, the the team has technically grown because I think the communitarian point of, of Cosmos has kind of grown on it. And that allows them to have like a foundation and then, you know, they can worry about all like the x's and o's behind the scenes and then kind of delegate uh work that um you know let's let's face it like they just don't have the time to do it whether that's like checking the discords the telegrams the posting creating like artwork and content they're they're i think it's getting a lot better you know when i first started it was just like a fire it, it, it was just like a fire so to speak like no one was really that organized and i think you know it's getting better. It's still some teams, especially newer teams, are very unorganized and they don't have any business acumen. It's just, it's a fact. Like they're just, you know, they're sitting in front of a computer all day and they're probably younger. So like they don't have the experience of like, you know, let's face it, I'm an old man in the space. I have kind of the experience and there's a lot of people. I find a lot of people that are kind of helping do a lot of the, putting the pieces together, like the business development or roughly mid twenties or later at, on average. So, you know, they do have a little bit of experience. So to, to answer your question, it, it is improving for sure. It's, it still needs to keep working. It's a work in progress. But again, I think like DAOs can be a solution to all that type of stuff. Like every, every uh, blockchain should just have like DAOs. Like, Hey, you know, you want to be a part of it. Let's start up this DAO. It's going to be specifically for this only just marketing or just, you know, whatever you just have DAOs for everything. Yeah, I, I I do agree with you that an engaged community is super critical uh, for sustainable business models, uh, especially in um, the blockchain space. And, and fostering that is incredibly paramount, um, regardless of whether or not that community is kind of organized around a DAO or a Discord or something else. You still projects still need to find ways to engage with their community and, um, you know, kind of give them the agency to uh, kind of spread the word about these projects that they're passionate about. So I'm interested to see how other projects, um, you know, kind of foster that engagement uh, and community uh, for their own projects. But I appreciate your answers. Yeah, I have a question for you. Did, were you down? Did I meet you in Texas? I think we just missed each other, to be honest. 
Okay. Uh, but Texas was a was a fun time this past summer. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think um some of the models that teams are developing are pretty good and unique with like uh kind of uh, it doesn't even have to necessarily be like financially motivated, but like community have a community that has like objectives and goals to like partake in cuz like everyone likes to do things for some sort of incentive. I mean, that's just like kind of human nature, whether that's like some sort of financial incentive or like, hey, you can earn, you know, whatever, like NFTs or whatever. It's just something to like strive towards, you know. I think I do see the teams that seem to be a little bit more successful kind of grow um, a, a nice following, have um, a nice Twitter following and, and things of that nature. Um, do a really fantastic job like the secret agents and like um like say's doing pretty good with the sailors and, and you know like there's other there's other um teams that are that are doing that that kind of like it gives gives the community more to like strive for it. and i think that like you were saying earlier about the outreach like that's obviously paramount um to have some sort of like structure in place. And also like, we all want to have fun, right? Like that's what life's about is having fun. So like for them to be able to partake in some sort of engagement, that's fun. So that, that, that's one thing that I think all the chains need to kind of embody in, in, in uh, crypto, especially in Cosmos. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, Red, thank you for your question there. I've, we are just over time now. So I think we'll wrap this one up. Possibly. Really appreciate you hopping on here and having a conversation with our with our community. It's always great to chat. And again, looking forward to it. I think we're going to be meeting in East Denver, so I'm looking forward to meeting up in person. But outside of that, again, appreciate you hopping on. Follow at Cosmos Haas if you don't already for everyone listening. And then, of course, follow at Shade Protocol if you're not yet. But that will wrap up this podcast. Thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I'm always here to help anyone out there. It's just it's a, what I want to do for the rest of my life. So thank you for the platform to, to just kind of vent. feels good. It's therapeutic to just talk about crypto and, and my journey. I hope uh, any, you know, someone got something out of it. And uh, cheers, everyone. Have a great day today. Take care. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Uh, and make sure to jump into the Shade Discord. We will be hosting uh, weekly community hours uh, from for from now to the next hour. So if you want to, um, a couple of us will be in there, uh, community members as well. So feel free to jump in. But Haas, appreciate you jumping on. Fisco, as always, thank you. And uh, we'll, we will see you next week. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Into the Interchain with Shade Protocol and Cosmos Haas, recorded on Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn basket like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm rough feathers, snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors, keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes, and take the rest, and turn them into freebate, upgrade the feelings, supply the free base, looking all professional, tools in the briefcase, running on empty from gassing up my teammates, first one down, let me know how that sleep tastes, impossible defending the plausible from end to demonstrable the mission isn't even worried about the clearance running interference till our enemies fear us we're only one disappearance away from a bad day everybody trying to save face on the last day feeling fancy about to pull out the mass eh? drop the eight ball in passing that's so passe i'm getting nasty you cannot put it past me a mix between blasphemy and talk everlasting feeling like a masterpiece looking like a tragedy trying to get through another day full of savagery getting headstrong from working in the mess hall all hands on deck waiting for our next haul i need the rest got big plans to eject so feed the grass and keep off the kleenex i am interested in magic because i am fascinated with psychology 